Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Buck Brief. Let's talk about the Israel-Hamas war and the latest in the politics here at home uh, that surround all of this situation. First off, it is totally unsurprising to me that Joe Biden is turning on Israel. Joe Biden has no honor. There is nothing about Joe Biden that isn't changeable based upon the needs of power in the moment. Joe Biden is a scummy and dishonorable person so that he would all of a sudden, although I was expecting this, turn around and start to say, oh, Israel is losing the world's support because of how it's conducting itself in Gaza. Israel needs to stop its indiscriminate bombing. Indiscriminate bombing. It's not indiscriminate. They're doing a lot, actually, to limit the civilian casualties. They're fighting a just war. A bunch of savages murdered 1,200 Israelis and raped them and killed babies, and they did this as an act of aggression backed by what is effectively a mini-nation state, which is Gaza, run by Hamas. So they are now dealing with the consequences of that heinous act, and it is entirely justified that Israel and the Israeli Defense Forces 
are fighting them, hunting them down, and eliminating the threat. Eliminating threats, especially in the context of fighting a bunch of cowardly scumbags like Hamas, is going to involve civilian casualties because they want there to be civilian casualties. They would prefer that civilian casualties were through the roof. They don't care about Palestinians either. You know, that's one of the fundamental things here that nobody spends any time on the media. Hamas doesn't give a crap about dead Palestinians except to use as political props. In fact, as we know, Hamas celebrates dead Palestinians martyrs as long as they killed as many Israeli women and children as possible in the process. It's barbaric. Okay, it's a failed society. It's a society, Gaza now, that elected Hamas, that supports Hamas, and that is overwhelmingly supportive of the vile anti-Semitism that's at the heart of the October 7th attack. So when you have Joe Biden taking a tough stance on the indiscriminate bombing, he's such a slimy, backstabbing double talker. It's exactly what Joe Biden's been his entire life. Remember, when everybody was still, at least anybody with any moral conscience whatsoever, in absolute shock about what happened on October 7th, the depravity of it, the intentional, sadistic, evil nature of that attack. It was not a military strike. It was a mass murder of civilians intentionally and a mass rape of civilians by the savages of Hamas. And when you look at this and you recognize, oh, for a moment there, they all had to in the Democrat White House and uh, and across the country, not all of them, but most of them said, oh, OK, I guess we have to say that was bad. We, we got we got to criticize Hamas a little bit here. But it was just a matter of time before they were going to start playing both sides of it. So they waited for the emotion around this to uh, settle a little bit in their minds for the news cycle to move off it. And now, sure enough, Biden is saying that. Uh, Israel needs to change the way that it's doing things. Um, and I say that that is uh, cowardly nonsense. I say that Joe Biden is a man of no uh, no scruples whatsoever, no courage, no integrity. Uh, he's a perfect Democrat because of all of that. Uh, he's just a vessel for the forces of leftism to scramble and scrape and fight for power. Right? He's just a figurehead. Um, I think that Joe Biden taking this position is uh, entirely to be expected. And I just hope that, you know, conservative Jews, uh, some of my closest friends in the world and, and down here in Miami and back in New York are conservative Jews. Um, they know this already. It's liberal Jews who for a moment may have recognized, you know, Democrat voting Jews, left wing Jews who may have realized for a moment. Oh, so left wing identity politics could mean our destruction. Left-wing identity politics is full of anti-Semitism. I hope that they remember that going forward, although for the left-wing ideologues uh, of any race, creed, or color, I think that left-wing politics returns. I think it's very hard to get people, not always, but it's very hard to get people to fully switch once they've been brainwashed by the left. You know, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation is an incredible organization that does such great work for our nation's heroes and their families. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Tower supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burden through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. I mean, it's just such a important, sacred, beautiful thing that Tunnel to Tower's foundation does for our 
heroes. Uh, I'm honored to be uh, affiliated with this organization and try to bring as much attention to them as I can this holiday season. You know, yeah, we're going to be buying all kinds of new electronics and clothing and whatever for, for Christmas or Hanukkah. Um, how about thinking about giving money to Tunnel to Towers Foundation? Just $11 a month. I'm, I'm a Tunnel to Towers monthly donor. I'm, I'd ask you to consider the same. Your money is going towards heroes, going towards those people who really, really deserve it in our society. They do good, and they never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our, na- by our nation's heroes. Go to T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. You know, Biden's not the only one who is suddenly uh, turning on the Jewish people and uh, the state of Israel. We knew this would happen, but also some in the media. Here is Joe Scarborough saying that the attack of October 7th was Netanyahu's fault. You have a guy that allowed this to happen. It was on his watch. He asked Doha to fund Hamas. His government waited eight hours to, to, to go down and answer the calls of women being raped and children being gunned down. And he's saying, oh, well, we got to get through the war. No, he's incompetent. And the Israelis don't even like him. They want him out. The question is, when are they going to get the guy responsible for the worst killing of Jews since the Holocaust out and bring in responsible leadership that the United States can work with? Let me just say um, that is that is a really heinous and stupid position that a terror attack like this is the fault of the prime minister of Israel. Um, this is this is the, the moral equivalent of if somebody was horribly, uh, you know, horribly gang raped. And then a judge in a courtroom says, well, you know, you were out really late. And there were people who out who were drinking around you. You know, you should have. I mean, it's how it's how short was your skirt. But on a scale that is involving a mass atrocity, a mass atrocity. A crime against humanity. That's what was committed against the state of Israel by Hamas and, and Scarborough, who is honestly a, a true buffoon, a man who has lost whatever moral calculations he used to be capable of making, if he was ever able to make them, it's all gone. Um, whatever is going to work for the MSNBC audience, whatever is going to serve his purposes in the moment, that's all that he cares about. Uh, Think about this, though. They're already starting to shift from the pretense that they stand with Israel to, you know, actually, it's Israel's fault. It didn't take very long at all, did it? And I think you're going to see more of this. Um, It's tied in part to the fact that there are concerns among Democrats. They will lose some votes from the Muslim American community which I'm just going to say this, does not speak well to at least a contingent of the Muslim American community that they are, and it might be a majority, that they are so supportive of Hamas. Really? The bloodthirsty, maniacal terrorists, mass rapists, and mass murderers? People are people are worried about how roughly Hamas is being treated? Say, oh no, it's only about the Palestinians. Oh, they care so much about the Palestinians. What about the Muslims in Syria who were murdered by the Assad regime or who found, their, found that they were going to be uh, killed at the hands of Iranian Shia militias? Or ISIS? Was, was there so much concern about the half a million dead, mostly Muslims, in Syria? No. No, there was not. Is there so much concern from the Muslim American community about Yemen and the civil war there? I'm sure most of them don't even know about the civil war there, where there have been far more people, Muslims, killed 
than in Gaza. But every life lost in Gaza is evidence of the evil of Israel to some people, right? That's what this really comes down to. Very different. Actually, reminds me a little bit in this country of how the left will treat any time a black man is killed by a police officer, especially if the police officer is white, that is an opportunity for a national conversation. It's a horrific tragedy. Even if the guy was legally shot, like in the case of Mike Brown and Ferguson, uh, they still will create a huge issue of it. But the hundreds and hundreds of murders that are going on on a weekly basis, overwhelmingly um, in places like Chicago, it is young black men killing young black men. That is something BLM does not talk about. Those murders, those deaths, those lives lost somehow just don't really matter the same way. So we all see that. We all understand what's going on. Uh, There is a resentment that is at the heart of who is caring about what lives lost, right? There is a resentment that you cannot escape that is very much uh, central to this. Um, But what's Israel going to do about Hamas next? I want to tell you about it, but hold on a second. For those paying attention to technology, the AI revolution is going to be huge, okay? You already know this. Look at some stocks like NVIDIA. They've had huge moves in the past year, and there's a lot more out there. Google's in on this. I mean, AI is the future when you're talking about tech. That's why there's also the possibility that if you know where to invest your money, you could make a lot by riding the AI revolution. Colin Tedards is a guy who really understands this stuff. He's been following tech for years. And he's made some incredible calls. You know, just in the last year, for example, he recommended a software company that uses AI that's up 200%. And anyone who listened to Colin had a chance to more than double their money in less than a year. He's now recommending a new AI-based company that he says could do even better. And he's found a way for you to profit from this new AI project right from your brokerage account. Go to newaiproject.com to learn more that's newaiproject.com, paid for by Brownstone Research. Now, what is Israel going to do about all of this? Well, they're filling the tunnel system, 300 miles of tunnels in Gaza. Uh, they are filling the tunnel system with water, seawater, uh, which will render them uh, unusable in time. And... Uh, perhaps even have some lethal effect depending on how much water in certain places. Um, And to this I say I applaud Israel's ingenuity. They shouldn't have to send soldiers into this tunnel system to be ambushed or to suffer uh, grievous wounds or death from IEDs planted everywhere, improvised explosive devices. No. No, they they should absolutely. This to me is similar to in the, the Second World War uh, U.S. forces, as you know, if you've ever seen a movie about the Pacific Theater, were using flamethrowers because Japanese soldiers were dug into um, uh, bunkers and refused surrender. And so now flamethrower is obviously a particularly awful and heinous way to go. It's why they're banned by the Geneva Convention. But the decision was made at that point in time to uh, use whatever means necessary to save as many lives as possible on the American side. And that's also what led us to dropping the atomic bomb. I mean, we've looked at these uh, on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, We've looked at these situations in the past and understood that it is not moral when the other side is evil to lose your own people because you're trying to play nice. It's a battlefield. It's warfare. It's horrible. It is inherently awful. And the Israelis do a lot, a lot to... Um, be humanitarian in what is an inhumane situation, which is warfare. 
that's why when I saw people sharing the the uh, photos of Hamas fighters who were stripped of their underwear, yeah, so they can't wear suicide vests. Don't be a terrorist. They weren't, you know, being electrocuted and they weren't being mutilated and abused. They weren't being raped like Hamas did to so many people. No, they were in their underwear. Well, you know, don't they don't want people using suicide bombs to kill a lot of Israelis. Those Israeli soldiers want to go home to their families. Too bad, Hamas. Too bad. Uh, I think all of this stuff is very clear. There's not really a lot of gray here for the people. You know, they just shut down some freeway in Los Angeles earlier this week. And it was the 101, like the main freeway. Free Palestine and, uh, you know, and start a ceasefire or whatever. These people are out of their minds. Out of their minds. The ceasefire begins when the Israeli hostages are home and everybody in Hamas is in prison or dead. There you go. That's when a ceasefire can happen. You know, you got to have energy to get the most out of each day and to do what you want to do. And that is a little tougher as you get older. As you know, I'm already there. You know, your testosterone levels over time start to drop. Your energy starts to fade. But there's something you can do about it. Chalk's Male Vitality Stack, something I really want you to consider. Chalk's an amazing company based in Texas, run by a patriot, run by a friend of mine. And he believes in the best ingredients for the best healthful outcomes for you. And that's what Chalk uses. A leading ingredient in Chalk's male vitality stack has been proven in studies to replenish up to 20% of testosterone in just three months' time. So get yours today at Chalk.com. Use my name, Buck. Save 35% off your subscription for life. That's Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, for 35% off. Chalk.com. Promo code Buck for 30 percent off you can also try their chad mode which is a pre-workout they have that i take i love it chad mode is phenomenal it is the best pre-workout honestly by far i've ever tried i take it every time i go to work out now so chad mode go check it out uh, that's going to be the buck brief for today team thanks for hanging shields high born from the tragedy of 9-11 the tunnel to towers foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since heroes like marine corps sergeant adam mayo He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.